0: I come in, I have a conversation with Ty. And what I tell him essentially is, look, man, I don't really care what I have to do. I need this. This life is, I want it. I will do whatever it takes to get it. And uh, all I need from you is just to show me how to do it. That's it. You don't even have to pay me for the first couple of months. I will burn through savings. I don't care. And um, I think that really stuck with him. Because Ty's kind of a crazy guy. He's also kind of like a visionary in mm-hmm. his own right. So I think for him, it was like, oh, this is kind of like um, like a younger version of me in a big way. And yeah, started with him and started from, started from the bottom.
1: The following conversation is with my very, very good friend, Mikhail. He is known to be ex-RSD marketer, ex-Tai Lopez marketer. He's an incredibly hardworking individual. He's an incredibly smart, very, very kind-hearted, talented mofo He's a DJ, an audio engineer. If you're a fan of RSD, if you're a fan of my work, a lot of it came from him. If you're a fan of Ty Lopez or you hate Ty Lopez, whatever it is, a lot of it also came from him. It's a very, very interesting conversation. It's about an hour conversation. Let's get started. Mikhail, what's up, man?
0: Thank you for having me, Mr. Max. It's um, it's great to be on here and uh, really, really excited to dive into some deep concepts that are going to elevate minds, change worlds potentially explode universes, we will see where we go.
1: Hey, we cannot make any guarantees that the universe will not explode. Okay, so just, you know, like, listen to your own... In fact, we can actually
0: make a guarantee that at some point, it probably will.
1: And it will be us. That's like, we... It will be us. And you cannot prove that it won't be, so...
0: Because we are God, and God is all things, and everything is one. But if the girl... You know, you know what I'm saying. If we're a certain zodiac sign, it's a certain thing, apparently. apparently <laughs> for a certain okay,
1: zodiac sign. You,
0: you know what I think is really funny. Like, I think I think you'll resonate with this. Like, why is there not like, you know how when you buy a thing, like, okay, I got this like, this this because I'm building this backdrop, I got this thing. Okay, it's yeah. a happy yeah. face, right? Uh, when you buy a thing, there's an instruction manual usually, right? Like, yeah. like but life, why is there not one for like,
1: <laughs> for life.
0: now like a human? here's like your human, like guidebook, you know, Mm -hmm. like here's how you treat people. And like, like, you know, it's like so funny, like uh, for everything else we have one, like, but for some reason for being a human, there is not one. So that's weird.
1: Good question. Why? I don't know. Because nobody has figured it out. I think there's so many ways to figure out life, you know, like depending on who you ask, you know. Somebody's like, yeah, the the point is to make a lot of money. And the other one is like, the point is to let go and be spiritual. The other one is like, the point is to party all day to die. Like, it's like, and the thing is like, they're all, they're all valid. Like if I really think about it, man, like this is like, I look at, there's certain people that are living completely opposite directions of what I'm doing, but they're making it work. And I'm like, this is so cool. Like, damn respect. Like, the guy who lives his life just surfing in Hawaii all day, you know, is like semi-homeless, just surfs all day in Hawaii, smokes a bit of weed, eating the papaya fruit, I guess, whatever. And he's crushing it and he's happy. If there was like a happiness-o-meter, it would be 10 out of 10. And I'm like, totally, I respect that. And that's amazing. But I would never do that for me. I don't, not my thing. I can't be homeless, not a big fan. I need a little bit more structure. I need something that I can build. So I think the point is that we find out what it is that we want to be doing and that we don't get bitter as we're growing up. Yeah. And have that bitterness make us not pursue what we really want.
0: Dude, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You ever see these guys that serve Nazare? You know what Nazare is?
1: Dude, I just told Primosh. I'm like, let's go to Nazare like this year and go serve and check the. I did not serve myself. Yes, check yeah. the service. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I just talk about
0: it yesterday, man. <laughs> Dude, super sick, right? And like those guys, if you watch the like the documentaries about those guys, they're like, yeah, just like I'm um just excited, you know, to get out to Brazil next year. And uh, going to be some six wells, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, Just psyched. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm stoked, I'm stoked to be out here. I live, I live in like a, a
0: Volkswagen. One of those Volkswagen. <laughs> names, you know, like I'm going to have to drive across the ocean to be there. But I'll be there. You know, like oh, it's such That's a vibe, good. man. <laughs> dude, it's such a vibe. Um, dude, catch, um, catch me up really quick. Like, what's the big thing for you right now? What are you, what are you most excited about? Um, and what are you seeing as like a pattern in the world that you think is interesting? Because so it's always good to get your input on this type of stuff because you're uh, you're such like a high-level dude and you found this zone of genius. And you're just like, Yo, I'm just going to fucking roll with this shit. Let's go. I
1: mean, I was about to ask you the same. So what we're doing right now is we're um, 2021, well, 2022 has been a pretty good year, but it was still tough because we built a lot of new structures. We completely switched from from just kind of like the brand. The brand is still very much intact doing its thing but we added cold traffic to it because I didn't just want to be reliant on, on the brand thing. And, and that was tough. That was about 20, it was like late 2021 until late 2022. So that was really, really tough. Definitely one of the toughest things I've ever had to like push up the ground and just make it just out of nowhere, you know? And, and, and right now, now that we're literally drowning in leads, which is really cool. I've, I've talked to the, to the, to the sales staff. And I'm like, look at this, like our calendar is bursting full and I can't hire enough sales reps fast enough. And that's a beautiful, I'm really, it's another challenge in and of itself. And I'm doing almost only sales team right now, apart from the usual coaching my own clients. So it's a very new paradigm that I'm moving in. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm so grateful for it. Like, look at this high quality problem we have. And it's really cool. A lot of our clients are also more advanced now. They're making you 70,000. 100,000 a month and stuff like that. That's just, So it's, it's all just kind of growing. So I'm really, really grateful for that. And I start traveling again, especially because of Kiev, because our office used to be there. So I have kind of this excuse of like, well, we're just traveling around. So I'm in Austria right now. I'm going to go to Italy on Sunday to go on a, on a snowboard ski tour, nice. like walking up. But what are, what are you doing, man? Let's back off for you. People know who the hell I am. Max, stop yeah, talking. You have a cool guest yeah. here
0: it's still good though. It's still, it's still good. You know, I think when you like, when you follow someone, there's always that other layer where you like, want to see them be authentic, see them be true, see them be real, you know, like almost see them in like a more friendly setting. So I think, I think there's definitely value there. Um, that's one thing I've admired about you is like your ability, like kind of see a dream, build a dream and help others do the same. So I just want to kind of resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really good, man. I, um, moved out of LA. I'm down in San Diego. You're talking about surfing. Um, you know, we don't quite have the Nazare swells out here, but, hit and surf consistently, wake up, cold plunge, gym, sauna, like yeah. the, usual, the usual sequence. Uh, we're scaling agency up. We love our clients, like crushing it all around, you know, high vibe, abundance. I did like a piece of content about this where I think a lot of people think, y- you know, you, you set a goal, you hit a goal and then like you reward yourself and then you're like, I did good. And then like that creates like forward momentum. And I think that that's one way of approaching it. But I've really been trying to flip the script on that as start with the presence, start with the reward. So be present to who you are, be authentic to who you are, you know, look back at what your childhood dream was and ask yourself those difficult questions of, am I keeping my promises to myself, right? Am I keeping my promises to myself? So that's been a really big theme for me over the last year and a half, two years is just making a promise, keeping the promise, hitting the goal and maintaining presence. But, but what I realized very, I was sitting in the cold plunge and you know how it is. Like you have these downloads, right? Cause you're just activated. And I was like, I've had it all wrong. It starts with the presence. It starts with being, looking at yourself in the mirror and going, I am here. I exist on this rock and it's flying like this. And it's fucking totally bonkers. Crazy. Like if you think about it from, um, an astrophysical standpoint, you know, both of my parents are PhDs in theoretical astrophysics. Oh, like they literally no said, yeah, dude. Yeah. So, so it's like my whole life, it's been like, yo, bro, like you're, you're hundred years on earth ain't shit, dude. Like, I don't <laughs> care about, you know, your, your, your net worth or any of that. Cause like, you're going to die, dude. You like, so like, so you have that like epiphany moment. You're like, oh man, like, and then you have that moment of being a human's really cool. And who am I as a human? And you start with that presence And then you introduce that self-reward for yourself Mm. and that creates that positive momentum for you to hit your goals and then to keep those promises that you make to yourself. So that's been a really big recurring theme. Um, Agency's good, man. We're, we're scaling clients up Uh, as you see, I'm putting out some techno music.
1: Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, dude. Just like, just, just honestly happiness, man, just happiness, 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 pushing that happy button. And of course, pushing, pushing the money button too. happy money, happy money, happy money. So that's my (laughs) new, That's kind of my new motto is like happy money. Like, why not? We Love should it. do a whole business around that. So, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that, that's the cool thing too. Like when I, I like watching your stories because they're always just like you ranting on some spirituality and money-making thing. And then at the same time, it's always just like you sauna, cold plunge. And there's so much positivity in that. And it's, it's crazy energy. Like the energy that you have right now. I don't know if this is the new tropics or the coffee or none or both or all of it. Um, it's, it, it has such a good energy. And the fact is like, I know you, I know you, I know you pretty well. We've been working together for a very long time. So I know that you're like that in real life. I know this is not like, oh, you're just doing the, the social media thing. I'm like, no, motherfucker. You hang out at 7am and breakfast in Miami with Mikael. He's going to be like,
0: it's gotta be yes, you. you know? Dude. Totally. Yeah. Cause life is electric, right? Life is electricity. And like our neurons are firing. Like we forget all this shit. We are just like, and and there's always that positive pressure. I think, you know, you and I both run businesses. It is, it's like a competitive sport, right? And so I think when you're, when you decide, Hey, I'm going to play this competitive sport at the highest level that I'm capable of, there's something that's created in the universe. It's like a little pocket for you almost like of existence. There's a little pocket of existence for you. And there's space in that pocket actually for you to be able to build a great life and to genuinely just enjoy like every moment, right? Yeah. Life is just a sequence of these moments. And so, um, yeah, a lot of what I've been focusing on, you know me, I mean? I'm, I'm a pretty cerebral guy. I think a lot. And mm-hmm. so a lot of it's been thinking less or not thinking at all and just simply doing, which is something you're actually really good at of going, you know, like uh, there's all these spirit, Forget it. We're going there. We're mm-hmm. going there mm-hmm. and that's it. And you're just going there and and everything else is kind of like the trees. You know, when you go on a nice, beautiful drive, right? A scenic drive, you're observing things happening around you, but the level of the things that you're observing continuously increases, right? You have uh, a more beautiful, like physical location that you live in. You have a more beautiful relationship with your partner. You improve your uh, relationship with your family or heal your relationships with your family, Uh, Your team responds in a specific way. Your clients respond in a specific way. And like the universe, it responds to the stimuli that you give them. So it's almost like a little bit of a delusional life hack that I use where it's going to be good because the only alternative is you're not here, right? Mm. So if you're here, it has to be good by default because you're here. And uh, at some point, we're not going to be here, at least in, in this version, I'd like to think you and I are like cosmic soul brothers. And like, we'll have some like thing in the future where we're like partnering with aliens on. I weird. have a sick
1: idea. We should be, we should, we should be DJs. We should do like Daft Punk style.
0: Let's go. Let's do Let's that. Go. man.
1: Let's get dude. masks, you know, and just Daft Punk it up.
0: Dude. I'm dude. I was Let's looking do it. <laughs> crazy deity mask. So, so those you guys that are listening will like this. We type in like deity mask. There's this Etsy store. And They do these Burning Man masks, and they're huge, yeah. they're huge, and they have like eight eyes. They look like a tool album cover, like <laughs> legit. they like, but they like they light up, dude. They're so crazy. So, I've always wanted to do like a DJ set, and these crazy, like,
1: I'm so down, man. Let's do that, man. Let's, let's go, man. I mean, you know, there's it, gotta be yeah. like with Daft Punk not doing anything anymore. What, where, where, what other DJ duo is as iconic as them? Nobody. A cosmic Gate's just two German dudes. Um, you know, like like this. There's no DJ. At least I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about the scene, but like, there's no like mystical DJ artist that has that vibe around them. Where it's like nobody knows what they look like. I mean, remember Daft Punk didn't even have a website. They didn't yeah. have a tour date. It was just like. Holy shit! Daft Punk are playing right now in the city. Everybody go there. It's like, come on, man.
0: You, you know you know yeah. what other band had a similar energy? Gorillas. Really? Remember original Gorillas, bro? Where you were like, what is this? It was da- that's right. right. They only had
1: these drawn the, the comic. The, yeah, yeah. And they would they would play behind the 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 wall, and it would just show the the gorilla cartoons playing
0: out yeah while they're doing the thing i saw them at coachella 2012 This this old way way. but dude yeah it's crazy so so that's kind of yeah that's on the artistic side that's where we're moving we're building like a whole world um of energy so like you're a video game guy so you resonate with this like idea of mixing like mystical creatures i we're talking you know like trolls and crazy but get you know like spiders and Mm. um magic and we're mixing that with cyberpunk and steampunk.
1: That's us cool. like that,
0: So it's so cool. Yeah, th- there's this character. Um, I call her Dot, and her story is really interesting. She's this little girl, and her dad. Wait, wait. Uh, so
1: hold, hold, let's, let's backtrack. You, t- what are you talking about now?
0: Uh, this is a project I'm working on.
1: Oh, say, so that's your DJ yeah. art. It's the Stop DJ.
0: Running. Yeah, it's a secret project that I'm working on in the background that nobody's really seen yet because we're developing the art for it. All right, so for uh, everybody, I have some great artists in Brazil that are working on it. And
1: I have, have it's just really great. I have to interrupt you. Sorry. So for everybody, because people are at this point like, who the hell is this guy? What is he doing? So, Mikhail, oh. you're an entrepreneur, you're a marketing genius. You, work, you worked with me in RSD back then on Real Social Dynamics, not just with me, but with every instructor. Um, a lot of the a lot of really great ideas came from your mind. You also worked with Ty Lopez in the background, uh, in the back, back in the days. And um, and now you have your own marketing agency. As far as I remember, last time I checked in, was you're basically helping um, influencers, people who have a big brand, monetize that brand. Is that still 100%. what you're, the direction that the agency is doing?
0: A hundred percent, yeah. So gotcha. uh, we, and, we and, work with... And, yeah, and work with... just
1: to just summarize this epic, okay. and on top of that, Mikhail is a DJ and not just some random, yeah, I do some, no, he's actually really good. Like you're actually a great artist. And on top oh, of that, yeah. you're a beautiful human soul. You're very, very kind, incredibly, incredibly intelligent, incredibly hardworking mofo, very creative. And you're very, very good and dear friend of mine. So that's kind of the baseline. So tell me, tell me about the marketing agency, what you're doing, and then let's go back to the DJ stuff. if yeah, you thought,
0: I love it. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that back for the folks. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Um, yeah. So on the marketing agency side, uh, we run bread and butter businesses too. Uh, so we, we run, you know, standard Facebook ads, funnels, lead gen for physical businesses, like med spas, fitness centers. We have that whole side of the business. And then where my forte is, is exactly what you said, helping influencers monetize their brand. So we work with uh, Matt Sifanina. He's got like 13 million on YouTube. We built a whole thing for him over COVID called DNCR Academy. It's all for for dancers to learn how to dance because he was one of the top choreographers in the space. He came to us, he said, listen, I can't teach because everything's closed. What do I do? And we spun up a a whole digital community, really successful. Uh, Absolutely love that project. Shout out to Matt, great guy. Uh, And then we work also with like Alex Costa, for example, he has like 3 million plus helping him do men's fashion, lifestyle, digital products. Uh, There we're really teaching how to grow on social media. How to grow on Instagram, how to grow on YouTube, how to grow on TikTok, how to create content that allows you to monetize your brand in a way where you can actually live your life creating things instead of having to follow somebody else's lead and kind of be a pawn in somebody else's game. So, um, and then we've got a bunch of other, um, like Chris and Jen are a good example. Um, They run like Super Connector. They work with Dan Fleshman at 100 Million. Uh, Just just a a great roster of clients, super grateful. Got a great team supporting us. And uh, that's our forte. Yeah, we we take an influencer, we help them visualize their vision. You know, we shifted this internally a lot from we're a marketing agency to we are dream builders because that's actually what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody comes to us and they say, "Look, I've got this. I've I've gotten myself this far. I have this dream. I don't have the tools to build the the, the palace for my life that I want to build or for my business that I want to build." Because I, you know, I don't know marketing. I don't know funnels. I don't know ads. The, the long list of things that we have to know, as you just mentioned, making paid traffic work. I'm sure there's a lot of things that you caught that were like, oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't no. even know that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that's what we do. That's our bread and butter. We love doing it. Uh, because I, for, for me, I'm sure, the money is great. We're doing fantastic there. Uh, what it comes down to for me at the end of the day is that spark in somebody's eye when they had a vision for a thing. It didn't exist yet and we helped them build it. That to me is like the top, 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 um, you know, not to be like TMI, but that's very similar to the look, uh, that say like, uh, your partner would give you when they feel really loved and appreciated and they know that you care about them. Mm, it's yeah. a very high vibrational state. Um, and that's what we chase. That's the kind of the rush that's in it for me. Um, and then there's, I'd say a secondary rush and seeing a team member overcome a challenge as well, where if you have somebody on your team, maybe they're struggling, they're not able to pick up a skill set pushing them and helping them and guiding them until they hit that vantage point where they they say, wow, I didn't know this six months ago, nine months ago. And now I'm really, really good at it. And I feel like I have a little bit more control over my destiny. Um, so that's what we do. And then also, I'm uh, not just a DJ, I'm a music producer as well. I've got a full studio here uh, in San Diego. I used to be in Los Angeles, now in San Diego. And uh, yeah, I make mostly techno music, mostly like, like if, you, if you kind of visualize like a jungle, with people dancing, yeah, uh, music Sick is basically that. Yeah. So that's the context there. Yes, sir. Love I'm it. Weird dude. Guy. Let's go. <laughs>
1: what What makes you move out of L.A.?
0: Um, man. All right. So I got a story for you. Let's so go. I was. Uh, I went to the gym. You know me. I, I get there pretty early, and uh, I do my thing, and, and I swim swim my laps, and I do my jacuzzi, and I do my my uh, steam, and then I do my cold shower. And you know how that is. You're coming out, of it and you're just activated. You're ready you're like, oh my God, yes, today's going to be awesome because I'm making it awesome. and The universe is rewarding. <laughs> I'm pulling my car out and I'm making this right-hand turn. And there's a homeless guy walking and I'm like, I'm going to let this guy pass. And he stops in front of my car and he just, just whips it out. He just whips <laughs> it out and just starts peeing in front of the Equinox Just starts, just starts peeing. Just, just like, you know, like, you know, it's like a Wednesday, you know what I'm (laughs) going to, I'm going to just pee on a sidewalk today. And I just, it, it like, just, it it didn't like totally ruin my vibe, but it definitely, I definitely felt that like glitch, you you know, you know, when you have that where like, you're just like, ah, like, and like, I was was like, I felt icky. I was like, Oh, like, I felt so good 45 seconds ago. (laughs) And now I'm like driving to do my thing. And I'm like, there's this like, and like I saw it, you know, like you don't want to wake up in the morning and like see a homeless guy's uh junk, you know. That's not like the, the life I set out for myself. You, you know, I, I, I talked to my mom, up. and she's like, What'd you do today? I'm like, well, you know, saw a homeless guys uh thing there. She's like, You're real, your life's really spiraling downhill. <laughs> um so that was uh one of the many, many triggers for moving out of Los Angeles. Um I think it's a great pod if you want to put yourself under pressure and grow. Um, it's just the vibe, man. It's just, oof. you know, that's what I found out constantly having to reset the vibe back up to baseline mm-hmm. instead of raising from baseline and maybe having a drop here and there, you know, you have a, a, r- a rough day or whatever that happens, but it was always me trying to, you know, pick it back up, pick it back up. Like, come on guys, we could do it. Everything's good. And you could tell like the, the ecosystem there is just kind of degraded quite significantly, honestly. Um, also a lot of my friends and business partners moved out. So that was another big um, deciding factor for me. Like Alex moved to New York. Um, Matt is now moving to Miami. Um, you know, some of my team members had to move out as well. So um, that, that that was the general gist uh, is just choose, choosing happiness. Honestly, choosing happiness. I'm in San Diego now and I'm five minutes from the beach. Nice. Uh, so I want to go surf. I throw my board in my car. I drive to the beach. I paddle out. I come back. I grab a burrito. Um, I listen to an audiobook or a podcast. I come home. I have a beautiful home, you know, a three-story home in San Diego. So if you guys have, have a reference for real estate costs. You can approximate <laughs> about what that would be. Um, and, and I'm g- genuinely happy. Like, and I don't say that to be like, wow, look at my life. It's so good. Uh, cause you know me really, really well. And you've seen me go through some, some struggles as well. Um, and really putting those pieces back together took a lot of fortitude, a lot of fortitude, a lot of courage. Um, the five words that came up for me most recently, I was in the I was doing the breath work. So I do breath work twice a week. It is breath work, then cold punch, right? Then sauna, then the jacuzzi, that type of thing. Uh, the five words that came up for me were courage, power, momentum, grace, and then release the ego, which is not awareness more phrase. Mm-hmm. So that's courage is like uh fuck you, fear. We got this. <laughs> you know, as I heard that like like And then power is how big can you be? How big can you play? How big can you live your life for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for everybody around you to create that vision, right? Momentum is how fast can you go? How far can you go? Grace is how effortless can that be? And then release the ego of making it um, cosmic. That's the way I'll put it. Making it cosmic, making it beyond just your life Mm. and beyond, oh, look at how cool I am. Uh, letting go of your self-judgment, of your self-evaluation, of overthinking, uh, and just just putting yourself on that track of operating from a state of courage to create that personal power for yourself, so that you can improve um, just as many lives as possible. So that's that's my rant, um, and that was a really big one for me. I had to like take out my phone and I wrote those down, and um, that was a really big one. And I've been sticking to my guns on that, uh, sticking to my guns on it because. I think anybody who's building a business or building a brand, um, you f- you face adversity and the biggest adversity is, is ourselves. It's inside our own mind yeah. of, I'm not sure if I'm good enough to do this, or I don't know how people will perceive me, or I don't know if my family will support this, whatever those things are, when you operate from a state of courage, you see that fear and it's not even see the fear and do it anyway. It's being more aggressive than that and saying, no, fuck you fear. No, hmm. we got this, and the fear is kind of like a little hyena. Yeah, you, you ever see um, Lion King? You know, yeah. little hy the, the little yeah. hyenas. Yeah. So that's how you look at it. You go, no, you got scavengers, right? And hmm. you kind of wave it off, and wave it off, and wave, and then you attack, and hmm. that creates this really powerful, um, like vector, like like a javelin, you know, like a spear, like the old gladiators you just throw spears and fight. It creates this power that propels you forward through life to where you almost become an observer of your own actions. I'm sure you've had this before where you're on a podcast or doing an interview or or spitting some game on, on a mentoring call. And you're like, you know what you're saying, but you're almost out of body. It's almost an out of body experience where you're getting these downloads and you don't know where you're getting the downloads from. The only thing you know is I'm on the right track and I'm going to keep going forward on this track. There's there's a a phrase in music that I I think, I think David David Bowie said this, it was never neglect the muse. So that's, if it's coming to you, if you're getting those downloads, you have to live the type of life that is deserving to continue getting those downloads. You can't just get those downloads and then go crawl in a ball and, and keep them to yourself and not do anything because then the universe is gonna see, oh, that person is actually selfish. They might be scared, but they're actually selfish. You have to share. You have to over-deliver and show up leading from the heart with that courage um, or for yourself. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's like for yourself. And that transmits to every single person that you impact throughout the day. Damn, man.
1: That's beautiful, yeah. man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that was a big one. Um, it's, yeah. How did you- That's what I got like, on that. That's my rant for for, for that.
1: Hey, this is a very, very quick interlude. Rate this podcast five stars. If you're listening to this right now, give us a rating. Give us five stars, ideally, or zero if you don't like it. That's fine, too. But if you haven't given this podcast yet a rating, whatever platform you are on, iTunes, Spotify, give us a rating. We'd love to do that because then we can reach more people. Thank you so much. And let's keep rolling. How did you get started with all that, man? How did you get into business? How did you get into marketing?
0: Yeah, so I was working in L.A., as a um, audio engineer,
1: ah no shit. Yeah,
0: I was. That, yeah, that's I was that makes
1: the DJ stuff kind of makes even more sense now. All right.
0: Yeah, well, I have I have three degrees. I have a, a keyboard performance degree, an audio engineering degree, and a post production degree. So that's what I used to do. I used to be an audio engineer, and I used to do film scores for movies. So you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, like, you know how in like, like the dark nights, like, yeah, like yeah. I didn't do the dark night, to be clear, that's Hans Zimmer. But <laughs> that, was, that was kind of my vision for like, Oh wow, that's really cool. Right. You, you create, you're creating an experience. I think you and I are very, like we create experiences for people. That was a way to create an experience. Yeah. It's in the theater and it's auditory, but it's still very powerful. Right. When you see a, a, an emotional romantic scene, you're, like, the music is such a big component of that. Uh, we did a lot of that where we take the music out and the scene is totally different. Right. So you can feel, that emotional resonance, because that's what music is. It's a, it's a resonant frequency. So you hit a chord and, and whoa, that's melancholy, that's memories. Or you hit another chord, oh, that's joy, that's celebration. Mm. So uh, I was doing audio engineering and um, I was mixing a bunch of different bands and you know, helping them uh, produce and put the records together. And uh, I had this friend uh, named Ben, who was a bass player in one of these bands. And one day he comes to me and he goes, hey bro, uh, we're gonna go up to my brother's house in the Hollywood Hills and we're going to do mushrooms and there's a Steinway brand piano no <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, I'm like well, well like, like talk about like the universe just giving you stuff right like, <laughs> like okay like you can't say no to that point because the universe is just saying yo here's I'm trying to take care of you dude <laughs> what's up <laughs> let's go so I'm like okay let's go so so I, I'm thinking you know it's gonna be cool but we, we drive up uh hillside Ave there and uh we walk in and it's a steinway grand piano and it's looking out over all of los angeles mm. and um, those of you that are familiar with los angeles it looks down at chateau marmont so you have chateau marmont right there which is like a very esteemed hotel you can see the entire skyline of all of la all the way up to the mountains just absolutely stunning There's a steinway grand piano and you know there's a, a maserati in the garage and you know at the time I'm a, I'm a i'm an audio engineer like i'm busting ass for like I don't know, I was making like no money, right. It's like barely paying rent. And um, so, so we jam out, you know, we, we, we have a, a spiritual experience. <laughs> we jam out, if that makes sense. And, uh, and then I'm like, Hey, what is, what is, what the heck does your brother do? He's like, Oh, well, um, my brother Ty <laughs> does uh, this marketing stuff. And I'm like, well, I know websites. Cause I'm a, I'm a full stack dev. I know, I know web development. So why don't I maybe help your brother build some websites? And Ben's like, okay, come in on Monday and you know, I come in, I have a conversation with Ty. And what I tell him essentially is, look, man, um, I don't really care what I have to do. I need this. This life is, I want it. I will do whatever it takes to get it. And uh, all I need from you is just to show me how to do it. That's it. You don't even have to pay me for the first couple of months. I will burn through savings. I don't care. And um, I think that really stuck with him. He's like, because Ty's kind of a crazy guy. He's also kind of like a visionary in mm-hmm. his own right. So I think for him, it was like, oh, this is kind of like um like a younger version of me in a big way. And yeah, started with him and started from, started from the bottom, did uh, social media management, posting on Twitter, organizing like SOPs, uh, doing customer support, which is like, ouch. Um, mm-hmm. Then moved that into doing sales, right? Then moved that into building funnels, doing copywriting doing ads. And um, those of you guys that are familiar with the here in my garage ad, um, that was a big part of that journey because I was sitting there, Um, the individual responsible for actually running that. It was Jeremy, Jeremy Van Dyke, great guy, amazing guy. Uh, And I was sitting side by side with Jeremy and I was just seeing these numbers just coming in. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. And what ended up happening was really funny. So Ty would have these people come up to the house to do podcasts and and such. And um, one day I was there and uh, I I look over and I see the the simple pickup guys, Jesse and Kong, Mm -hmm. just kind of sitting in the living room, just waiting. And Ty was still sleeping. It was like 2 p.m., and Ty was still sleeping because he would stay up late because the developers were all in like China and stuff. So, so he'd work with them. I mean, the guy works insanely hard. So, uh, but but I'm like, okay, well, let me like go strike up a conversation, and we just really hit it off, right? Uh, And the thing with Ty was we were doing paid traffic. There was not an organic presence there yet at the time for him. He was doing only paid traffic, and the way that paid traffic works, as you now know, it's all about that average order value against your CPA. What are you paying for a lead? How much are you getting back? And can you make that work within 7, 30, 45 days and max? If it's any more than that, like you're kind of not really in business, right? And you can burn through a lot of capital by doing that. It can actually be quite stressful. So uh, what I found funny about them is they were doing six figures a month from YouTube making funny pickup videos. Mm. That was their thing. I'm like, what's your guys' business model? They're like, well, we don't really know. Um, We have this recurring program. It makes like six figures a month. And uh, we make these funny videos and it's really fun. And we really need a marketing uh, person because we have no strategy. We're just kind of winging it. Um, and so, so there's something that clicked off in, in my brain. I'm like, okay, like, here are the patterns that I see. Number one, Ty's brand is taking off and Ty is a very dominant figure. Mm. And so if you're kind of on that ship, it's gonna be the Ty Lopez show. And I could see that. I'm like, I mean, Kale's never really gonna be able to shine here. Uh, I've got a good place here, but I'm never gonna really be this like most powerful version of myself. And then number two is I really want to figure out how they do the spiral content. There was like an intrigue, like, like you're, you're kind of like this, there's a skill that you're like, Ooh, that's really cool. Yeah. You're very good at like, okay, let me go and figure out how they're doing that. And sorry, this is like a long story, but maybe this paints context for people. Um, we're, we're, we're doing good. Awesome. Go for I'm, it. Man. I'm pacing it with just enough detail so that people kind of yeah, visualize yeah. themselves doing it. So I'm there and like Ty didn't wake up for that podcast <laughs> and they had to leave. So I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's really odd. And, um, I kind of just asked for a race cause I wanted a race and, um, I got a lot of pushback on that and a lot of resistance on that. And so I'll, I reached out to them. I said, Hey, like, here's about the rate that, um, I would want, let me know if you guys are interested in that. And how much,
1: how much day. were you making and how much would you want to be making?
0: Um, at the time the I was making under 10 K a month and oh. I requested over 10 K a month. I'll put it in those kind of terms. Like, mm-hmm. I was not making a ton of money while I was with Ty. I was doing a lot of secondary copywriting gigs. So, I would find a client that wasn't being served. Um, I would create a package for them. I would build them a funnel. I would build them um, a sales page. And, you know, just the usual like bread and butter hustle of pre agency, pre having a team of being a solopreneur, essentially, or really like a, it's not even a solopreneur, honestly, a service based provider. Mm-hmm. You're providing a service. I don't really view that as uh, a business owner, to be honest. If you're constantly having to provide the service yourself, you don't own a business. You own a job, but you don't own a business. So I was still stuck in that grind. And I I just, I didn't see the path forward, honestly, um, from a career standpoint. So uh, I went and I, you know, I went to Ty, I was very upfront. I said, hey, man, I've got another offer on the table. It's about this much. If you can come close, you don't even have to match. If you can come close to matching it, uh, I will stay. And that was very interesting. He's like, "Oh, Mikhail, you're going to stay anyway." I'm like, "No, no, I don't think you, you heard what I said." And uh, he was taking off to Madeira at the time, so he went to uh, to Europe. Um, and I was like, "You know what? I'm not I'm not being heard here. I'm not being heard." Um, and uh, Ty's got a lot to do. Uh, he's got to build his empire, but I have to build my empire. And so um, I went. I went to Simple Pickup. Fantastic experience there. Learned so much about culture. Learned a ton about operations. Um, their COO at the time, Peter was just one of the most thorough operational managers that I've ever seen. Like every single document in its right place, SOPs, perfectly outlined onboarding. Perfect. Just like really, really, um, he was, um, he was from McKinsey. So he was like from a very esteemed, like consulting background. Um, and that really with me. And then we got to make viral content and see how it converts into sales. And I thought that was just pure magic, just being able to, to, to do a fun thing, and then have money come from it to me was like I was like yes, I've arrived. This is awesome. And as I was doing that, I was you know I'd come into the office and I, I'd, I'd do everything, and I would come home and I would manage all my other clients right because I still had people that were paying me. So I was kind of double stacking, double stacking, double stacking. And uh, at that time, one of those clients or potentials was Owen right from from RSD came to me and said, hey, we you know we'd love to do something together in the future. I'm like, I don't have the bandwidth. You guys require a lot. Um, let, let's circle back. And so, you know, we went through this for about a year. And essentially what happened in uh, SP or JumpCut Academy, um, I think I'm allowed to share this, but they basically had a kind of a, a differing of visions and the founders wanted to do something different that wasn't direct marketing based. They mm-hmm. wanted to do more of a platform. And so we kind of made a, a decision to unwind all the direct marketing efforts that we were doing at the time. Which honestly put me out of a job that was a really like emotional week for me um i remember driving to malibu and being like yo i basically just like just got fired uh Mm -hmm. i don't know what to do (laughs) Like, like you know um they basically
1: like how so they basically just said hey we're gonna wind down the operations there they didn't even tell you like hey that means that you're not gonna have a job or how did that go
0: it was even more rough than that to be honest they were like hey you're fired oh um (laughs) All right, should i tell the story i'll tell the story all right it wasn't just like it wasn't just that all right so so here here my thoughts okay here's my thoughts on this let's go um so the company's name was what, what was it max simple pickup right simple yeah pickup. like we teach guys how to pick up girls that was like the the name of the entire brand okay and so yeah. i feel like we were living up to it yeah. and so um, there was a lot of things that came, came to pass, but one of, one of the moments that was really funny was I was sitting up in the office and then I'm doing my thing and I get a DM from this girl and she's like, Hey, like I'm, um, and to be clear, I have a girlfriend now. Okay. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> find your person. Okay. But I'm taken. Um, but this girl hit me up and she's like, Hey, like I'm in LA. Like, what are you doing? Um, she was like a hairdresser, really cute. And I'm like, Oh, well, I'm just, you know, at the office working. She's like, Oh, that's cool. I'm at Starbucks. I'm like, Oh, which Starbucks? And she's like sunset and vine. And the office was at so like the yeah, was really like three floors below me. Yeah, so I, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna take a lunch. I'm gonna take a lunch break, okay. And I took a lunch break, and I didn't come back. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> that day, I did not come back. I still did work <laughs> in the evening though. I did my, I got my work done, but I didn't come back. And he really didn't like that. He called me in for a big meeting. Like Mikhail, you can't do that. I'm like, dude, I, I hit my KPIs. I did all my tasks. The company's called Simple. <laughs> ah, what's wrong with you guys so so that was really incongruent and i think from there i kind of like lost a little bit of the buy-in I'm like oh this is actually not like this fun thing yeah. it's more of the founder show to like try and be Steve jobs and there's a lot of like internal stuff um but jesse and kong didn't quite agree on vision i don't really want to go too deep into that because it's personal between them to be honest yeah. um, but at the end of the day like let's just put it this way maybe i could have done better work maybe maybe not i don't know uh, but it wasn't just a culture fit. Um, I don't think it was the work. Honestly, we we crushed it for those guys. Um, the work we were doing was awesome. It was very profitable. But again, the model they wanted to go with was a different model. Mm. Um, they wanted to go for more of like a SaaS platform play uh, and get funding from, um, you know, by Combinator. And they went ahead and they went ahead and they actually did that. And, um, you know, I don't know what the history is now, but um, definitely, I think, uh, hindered them more than it benefited them to terminate that relationship. Uh, and then uh, as I was kind of driving through Malibu, I reached out to people and Owen was like, Hey, let's do a launch. I'm like, dude, I do that. I do launches in my sleep, man. Let's go. Um, and then you, you kind of saw me come on board there. We did a uh, hot seat at home with him. Uh, that generated high six figures. I'll put it that way. I remember. Uh, then we-
1: hot seat at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. and then and-
1: that was 2015. The- I think that must've been 2015. I think that was like what uh November-ish 2015, like a couple months before the natural in 2016.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and so I thought it was a really cool ecosystem because you have this like underground fight club-esque kind of culture mm. in every city. I thought there was so I thought it was very edgy, it was a very rock and roll. Mm, um, very and rock so and roll. it was very cool to be a part of that. And you know, they were like, What do we gotta do to get you full-time? I'm like, I gotta be able to work whenever I want, wherever I want. I'm not gonna clock in. Uh, you will pay me every month, even if I do zero work mm-hmm. uh, and I will get you guys launches every month. And uh, I think you can attest to this. I, 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 bro, like, like wow, the velocity, right. That we created. Yeah. 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 Uh, so much like a launch every single month, really pushed it. And, you know, I won't get into any specifics, but um, yeah, I just, bur- I honestly just burned out. Like I worked so hard that I just burned out and hit a point where um how do I say this? Like, uh, my presence wasn't welcomed. Mm. I'll put it that way. My presence and my contributions weren't welcomed or being appreciated at the appropriate level. Um, and so, you know, we, we made some exits there. Um, but like during that time, I mean, we, we helped you launch. Like I flew out to Helsinki, helped you do, um, mm-hmm. right? that BSL. Remember that dude, dude, I was walking through Helsinki, like in the cold, listening to, um, young Jesus by uh, logic. It was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, hey, like just on loop, bro. I'm repeat because I don't know if you know, I got super sick when I landed. That's I right. Didn't... That's right. You were sick. Yeah. 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 I had like 103 fever and like my ear was bleeding on the flight there. Like that's the level of dedication <laughs> yeah, you know, to get the thing done. I'm like bleeding. Like you're like, bro, you're good. I'm like, no, we're going to do this. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowing. I'm like in the snow, like with a fever. I'm like taking, yeah. taking like medication that like I don't know the name of. I'm like, this looks good. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it was just epic, man. So that was one of my fondest memories, to be honest.
1: It was so cold. Hell, I mean, who goes to Helsinki in uh, any other way other than summer? And we were shooting outside. We were shooting the promos and stuff outside. I remember that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like was the, a lake or something? Yeah, no, it was the ocean, dude. It was the sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like you the like a rock sea or something, something like that. And I was on a I was on this big rock. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And, yes. and I didn't want to be in, in, like a, in like a big fat jacket for the video material. I wanted to be in this like slick, um, kind of like sports training attire that was also kind of part of my brand. So I'm like freezing my ass off in the jacket and then we're like, let's get the shot, take the jacket off, talking to the camera and then like freeze hands. Like the blood was not running in my hands anymore. Put the jacket back on in between takes,
0: try to not die. <laughs> Yeah, I remember there's there there's a party that was like kind of enjoying it though. You're kind of like, man, this is like really like stupid. <laughs> like, ah, let's go. Like, oh, it dumb,
1: like, yeah.
0: it's like jumping into like a cold lake or something. You're like, you know what, I'm yeah. jumping in, F this, let's get it, let's go, let's mob so, it.
1: what I even remember more though, funny enough, like in my memory, was the natural, how we were shooting that on Hawaii. If you remember the VSL for the natural, yeah. and of course. We were there with Owen and with Luke. Okay. I had two videographers there from Denmark, uh, Oliver and uh, Matthias. Remember these guys? And they were strangely sharing a bed. Like, remember that? They were like, we're like, guys, you both have a bed in this Airbnb. And they're like, no worries. We're sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> and we're like, it, was just, right. it
0: was just a weird time, you know? <laughs> it was
1: very weird. It was... and, <clears throat> and anyways, I remember... And you and I had to shoot that VSL when we had like the whole week or something to shoot it. And of course, I can't remember if it was partly Owen's fault or fully or not at all. But of course, I, you and I were like, let's shoot today. Let's shoot today. Let's shoot. To- okay, okay, let's shoot it tomorrow. But then today and then, okay, tomorrow. And then we shot it on the last freaking night at like 4 a.m. in the morning. And I'm like – and that was before te- I used the teleprompter. For whatever damn reason, I was like, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to – and we had this freaking one-hour VSL, and it was just – like, had the iPad, and I read, like, two paragraphs, and I'm like, yeah. okay, blah, 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 cut, read the next two paragraphs. And then – and then it took us forever to find a freaking spot where there was no music, but the lights in the background were kind of blurry and looked good. We finally find a spot. I'm like a third through the VSL, and then the freaking sprinklers go on. Yeah. Remember that? The sprinklers! Yeah. And I'm like, it's 4 a.m. I'm underslept. I'm hungry. I'm stressed. I'm like, the damn sprinklers! <laughs> then we have to move to another damn spot, and the camera guy had this huge... He had the Ursa mini-camera, so he had to yeah. hold it on his freaking shoulders for like the whole goddamn night, and Everybody was stressed. Everybody was just like super low vibration, you know, just like full on pain body attack and
0: fuck. (laughs) Remember that? The culture, bro. The culture. You know, there's no reason why you have to do that. Yeah, no reason. (laughs) Things can just just be good. Pure madness. Pure rock star. Like, yeah, take the camera. Now we don't need a teleprompter. It's filming on the street. (laughs) So dude good. i remember flying flying back and i'm just like <laughs> sitting there i'm just like ow my my like my my brain <laughs> but dude, hey. and it, it would, dude it would suck because i'd have to fly back and do another launch immediately <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because of, of reasons we won't mention but yes you know like it would have to be like right away like
1: that's let's right, go that's dude. right but hey i mean dude that VSL, that program maybe my first million it, dude
0: fuck
1: yeah that fuck made me a millionaire fuck. with tw- with 26 and 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 like i wouldn't have have not wanted any other way i was there with my jurassic park tank top you were standing behind the camera with your with the tablet in your hand and you're like giving me let's like go, signs. Go, yeah. Yeah. Go. Let's go. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, do it again. God, yeah, that's good. Like, dude, I'll, I'll never forget that, man. This beautiful. It was a beautiful, crazy, crazy experience. And then what did you launch before? I wasn't it Todd. I, I know it was Julian was before that with um, shift or.
0: Dude, we did. We did 10 game for Julian. We did the other hot seat one for Owen like oh, all like basically any launch that happened in that period we did and it's such a blur because what kept happening was we do these launches and then like we like it was like next launch so i didn't even really have time to to do to any sort of recovery like at all mm-hmm. in between these and, and we had to tee up three launches at the same time because the launch that's coming like right now we're you know in, in a particular month so let's say two months out the launch is happening in two months there's one happening now. There's one happening next month. And that one better be already like halfway done. Yeah. And then the one that's happening the month after that better be like started mm. because you have so many of the, you have to do the lander. You have to do the VSL. You have to make sure the product actually exists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like is actually there, is an a, a, a actual. So so you have these, and you have these burn downs, and you're doing this with a very, very limited team. Um, and uh, just at a frantic pace, just as, at an absolute Stephen Curry-esque pace of doing this, um, which I think really made me the marketer that I am today, to be honest. Um, that really hardened me. And um, I mean, my skills shot up. I was already pretty good when I came in, but man, after that like experience, mm. it was like as long as I go into war in a way for me, yeah. because there's so much pressure, and you know, the so many people depend on you getting these launches done, right? You've got the whole sure. ecosystem. It depends on like one guy to, to, to get everything put together quickly mm. and make it perform. And it was just so much pressure. Um, and yeah, I had some of my darkest days during that time. I had some of some great days too, but some of my darkest days, uh, I remember just going in the shower and like fetal position. I would just turn on the hot water and I would just lay there. Honestly, I would just lay there because there was so much to do. I was like, I physically can't get this done. Mm. Like, There's physically no way for me to get this done um so that was very very difficult but you know coming out of that again like seeing our ability to make impact in the businesses we make now worth it worth it yeah. um to be able to build those dreams so uh yeah man super grateful and like honestly working with you was was the highlight <laughs> of a lot of that like it was really really fun um i think we shared kind of this vision like yo like we don't want like we does not need to be like difficult or like super stressful like can it just like And I think there's uh, this, this kind of ties back to like the stories that people tell themselves. I think we had a very similar story, Mm -hmm. which was, Hey, I want to have fun. I want to make great content. I want to like impact people in a positive. I want to make tons of money while doing that. Um, But I don't want to stay up until four in the morning doing a sales letter because I shouldn't have to, and I'll do it if I have to, but let's not create the situation operationally or structurally where we have to do these things. Um, And let's, you know, you can have a happy existence. Like, you can wake up, you can have a green smoothie, you can go to the sauna, you can go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, you can wake up, you can look at your net worth and, and be happy about that. You can look at your relationships and be happy about that. You can look at yourself in the mirror and go, I'm, I'm happy with that person. Yeah, it's a good person. Like, fuck yeah. Um, and I think if you don't start with that sense of internal groundedness and like center, right? In Russia, we have this word, it's called styržing, which means backbone. Mm. I think we have a very similar backbone where it's like we're going here. We wanted, and we will overcome any obstacle to get there. Um, But what we want is a function, like function functionality, honestly, it's got to work and it's got to be cool. It's got to be fun. It's got to be exciting. And
1: and one of the biggest things for me, and which was one of the, I loved, I love being an RSD. I, I still think back very, very fondly. And, but one of the things that I could, very barely work with was the culture of like everything last minute everything high pressure and i'm like especially because you said it's so unnecessary i yeah. was always a guy who was like you know i'm like okay the natural is gonna launch on blah 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 july and i was i can't remember 16th of july or something like that or even 4th i can't remember and i'm yeah. like and i knew this like a year ahead so i'm like okay this is what we're gonna, the program is going to be done until march and we're going to edit until may and then we're going to shoot the video it was all like Ex- with the exception of that one VSL, we had everything perfectly ready, ready to launch, all the launch videos. Of course, the program itself, which was <clears throat> in RSD, wasn't even like part of the culture to have the program ready before the launch. I think yes. the only two people that had the pro, I, I mean, I don't want to not give props to somebody, but I think Jeffy, Julian, and I were the only ones who actually had the program ready by launch. Most others were like, yeah, it's half ready and I just add the other stuff. And 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 for me it's like a half German, half Austrian. That's just not. You have everything ready. You got to have everything planned out. For exactly that reason, like I don't want to stress. I don't want to be there on the last evening at the like hours before the flight to shoot that damn BSL. Like in my ideal world, I shoot it like a week ahead. Within the whole week to doing revisions and the whole week to making the the adjustments if necessary to reshoot a part. Like I always and that's how I operate now in my business as well. And it was rising back at the RC times, it was <clears throat> beautiful. We had the camaraderie, man. What I always remember the most fondly is like dinners, instructor yeah. dinners with you there. Everybody just laughing. We were always the loudest motherfuckers in the goddamn restaurant. And it was always like a five-star baller restaurant. So there, was, there would be like the 70-year-old dentist with his wife at the yeah. anniversary dinner tr- 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 and then we're on the table next and like fucking fucking like yelling and laughing, Ooh. having a good time and F word, S word, C word, everything, all the words, you know, and just having a good time. Like hooligans of love, so to speak. Yeah, I miss nice. that. That that was great times, man. But at the same time we were just as chaotic on the business side and everything last minute, nobody knew who did who does was half of it was built on, 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 on unpaid assistance, such as I was, and yeah. with such a crazy rock star
0: kind of life. A hundred percent, man. I remember finishing up the the natural lander like in Hawaii, and it was like <laughs> I was like, this is the most fire thing like ever. I was so hyped on it, like so excited. And uh yeah, it's 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 interesting, right? Like the 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 like little patterns that we all have as as humans and like what we do and uh you know looking back like a lot of travel a lot of cool experiences but also very like unsustainable it's almost like that that hot girl like she's hot and you're like oh man she's so hot like I don't want to give this up but like she's like just treats you like like whoa and you're just like oh my gosh like partying (laughs) and you're just like oh my god uh so it's I think it's fun for like a certain phase it's very rock star right it's very like rock and roll um and I think uh, there's a lot that you can take away from that in like the way that social norms are constructed, right? It's like, yeah. oh, you're at a restaurant, so you have to like be a certain way or you're at a train station. <laughs> and I, I, I always do this with with my girlfriend whenever we get in an elevator and there's somebody else there. I always do something weird, like on purpose. <laughs> she hates it. She's like, oh, you got to stop. And I'm like, man, like, what do you think of pandas? Like, are they bears? Are they Asian? Are they white? Wait, like, hold did, on.
1: Did you ever get that panda back piece? Back, back tattoo of a panda? You told me you wanted to have a panda as a back piece.
0: I did get a back piece. I did not get a panda back piece. I have did a you full get? back. Yeah, I have a full back, but it's um, it's a sword with angel wings coming off of it. Oh, no shit. And it's a tree at the top. It's it's savage, man. Uh, yeah, it's like 25 hours uh, under. 25 hours total, total. Not in one session, but yeah, 25 yeah, of hours course. total um, across a couple sessions. And uh, yeah, honestly, one of the best experiences because I did the top of my neck here, yeah. And um, I would pick a pretty good playlist, like it was a lot of Deftones and a lot of Tool and a lot of Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, sick! And I remember I was listening to like Passenger, which is a, a Deftones song with Maynard from Tool on it, while he was going here, and I was just like, Whoop. I was like an angel, like <laughs> I was like an angel of light. It was just like, d-dum, d-dum, d-dum. it was just like, <laughs> oh, it was epic. I was getting all these visuals. And, and you know you're like your full back is bleeding right you're like yeah 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 it's really quite the experience um so that was really really powerful and um, yeah gotta get some more ink dude you, you got you got some new ink coming up what do you think
1: I, I I got a bunch since we last saw each other of course but uh, I also want to still I have yet to make a back piece and uh, legs I want to have my left upper leg and my right lower leg below the knee and right on the right side below the knee and on the left side above the knee and then i think i'm done i mean i don't have much more space i definitely don't want to do neck or face i the back of the neck maybe as part of the back piece would be down and then i'm pretty much done i got my right chest with the bear i have a bear here uh got in ukraine a bear? one of my all- what's good favorite- what? it's sick it's one of my favorite artists in in ukrainian tattoo artists the guy who made my arms as well This was one sitting. This was like six and a half hours, one sitting. He crushed it. What, the the shading? You did it all once? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's fast, and he's really, really good. Incredibly talented guy. Like, if this guy would just be born in LA, you'd pay like 5K for a tattoo probably. But because he's Ukrainian, you quote, unquote, only pay 800, which is like a lot for Ukrainians. You know, that's like four monthly monthly uh, uh and that's so tough to do because you
0: got to do the entire outline and then you have to wipe yeah. it and then you have to do all and the bus training. and the show, yeah. he he yeah, did everything he did my
1: that. he did my inside arm outside arm left and right and this uh, this dude yeah. that's sick yeah i think a lot of people don't know that they
0: just see like people who don't okay so i used to like you and i both used to not have tattoos right when we yeah were yeah four come out right. like, and i think when people see tattoos they're like oh that's cool but they don't have tattoos like they don't have any context yeah whatsoever that's right and uh you know when people hear that it's like it's actually not that uh easy to go through and do the lines in a way that you know the skin doesn't get like inflamed mm. right because you have to like if you're doing that in one session you have to do all the lines mm. and then you have to wipe it down and then the skin itself like because you're literally like hitting it with a needle right you have yeah. to Make sure that you do that those lines in such a way where it doesn't like swell up so you can do all the shading. So that's actually really, really impressive. I don't think most people like would understand the context of how impressive that actually is to be able to do the full outline and then all the shading on a piece that's that big in a single session. So dude, heck yeah. Yeah, this
1: this guy is is a genius. I mean, I like to give him a shout out on Instagram his Suvorov Tat, Suvorov underscore Alexander. So Suvorov is like S-U-V-O-R-O-V underscore. A L E X A N D R Alexander without the E R so Alexander underscore tattoo. This guy made and and he's he's now in Vienna actually because of the war, so of course he's not in Ukraine and uh, he only does like close ups, portraits kind of thing, Hmm. like it's all it's only always like close ups, faces are animals. So so
0: did you like find a bear in the wild and take a photo of the bear that you wanted? And we're like, I uh, want this bear. His name is Misha. He's my friend.
1: (laughs) So basically like, like with almost every tattoo, I was like on the way to the artist and I didn't know what I'm going to get yet. Yeah. Like this one, the gorilla on the inside almost became a leopard leopard or some sort of big leopardilla. Yeah. Yeah. Like predator cat. And, um, uh that the elephant i think i knew already the elephant i knew and the eye and the inside i knew and the tree he almost didn't want to do i i told him i want to have the tree i want to have this and then like i'm there and he's like i'm not gonna do it and i'm like wait a minute i like i've had this appointment for six months and i told you six months ago i want to have that he's like i want to do a portrait instead and i'm like it's good but sorry dude like this is my yeah, body. You, know? you don't get to decide yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, dude, I told you six months ago, I confirmed with you four times, you know? And it was all, all over translator. My assistant had to translate. It, and she's like, he says he wants to do a portrait. I'm like, what? Do well, a portrait I, of a tree? Let's yeah. Go. What about the tree, man? Let's go, you know? And then oh. and then he was like, yeah, fine. I'll do the tree. And I think the tree is actually his best work. And he didn't even post it on his Instagram. He was unhappy about it.
0: Oh, wow. Damn, but I don't care. It's, it's, it came out actually. great. He, he's been
1: he even said it came out great. He just said it's not. It's not what he usually does. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah, he brushed yeah, it, it
1: though. The, I love that that's guy. That's a
0: perfect example of like artistic limitation in a way. Like you know how artists are very like non marketer. They're the opposite of marketer. True, true. Uh, true. Dude, a hundred percent. Really quick, um, for the audience, is there some value that I can provide really quickly? Um, cause just like full transparency, I've got, uh, another goal that started four minutes ago, <laughs> I've been pushing, um, so, sorry, so bro. Sorry. It was also my
1: fault because well. I just let you ramble go for it, bro. Yeah. Sorry.
0: No, no, that, I mean, this is, this is awesome. We should do a pickup and do like some, um, some like deep marketing or like some sales psychology or, you know, if the audience wants to right. hear like specific, I'm happy to come back. I know this was like a very, yeah. let's do it. Uh, Joe Rogan, explorative session, which has been therapeutic in many ways for me. Actually, it's been really, really good. Dude, I'll have uh,
1: you on again. Fuck it, next week or whatever.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, let's do yeah. another one next week and yeah, let's deep yeah. dive on. Let's on. go. Uh, <laughs> cool stuff, dude. hundred um, percent. Is there is there anything I can I can give the audience for value on this one before I hop off? I'd love to take Look, care of your people. If there's if there's a question that's been coming up or you
1: get you if, gave a ton of value. Well, how can people find you? How can people follow? Hop on the Mikhail train.
0: Super easy. Just go on IG. Find me at mvkbiz. That's mvkbiz. Um, I'm on there. You'll see me making some music. You'll see me spin some marketing knowledge, some mindset knowledge. You'll see me in the cold plunge, morning rituals. You name it. We rock it. We get it. We live a happy life. Happy money is the name of the game, and that's what Let's we're do.
1: Gonna- Let's get it, Mikhail. I love you, bro. Let's do another episode maybe next week. Already, we'll we'll be in touch. And Let's do it. And the next uh,
0: quick thing to out, man. So much love for you and my heart, brother. So much love. I can't Gigi wait to see prat- you in person give you a big hug.
1: Let's go. GG, Bratan. Talk to you soon. So as we said, we're going to make a part two together with Mikhail. If you like this and if you get inspired by the world of having your own business, making money, living the freedom lifestyle that both Mikhail and I are living, then go ahead and book a free consultation call with me and my team over at MaxTorno.com forward slash call. This is not a pitchy sales call. This is an actual discovery call. We're actually known nowadays to be giving a lot of value. We can tell you exactly what you need to be doing in your situation, regardless of what level you're at. Maybe you're already making some money. Maybe you already have... A coaching business and you want to scale or you're completely starting from scratch you don't even know where to start but you just want to make money maybe help people this call is for you Maxtorno.com forward slash call have a chat with me and my team see what we can do for you and even if you don't want to become our client see what steps you need to take we'll be happily pointing you into the right direction thank you so much i talk to you soon